Welcome, everybody, to our 34th episode of Brownsville Tech Live. And tonight, it's me and only me. My co-hosts are on vacation. So tonight, we've got a great episode for you. It is the best graphic cards for 2022. And as most of you know, the kiddos are back in school or they're getting ready back to go to school and they need the best graphic cards for their Windows PCs. So in a few minutes, we're gonna show you what some of those graphics cards um, are. Uh, they are either for gaming or video streaming or a combination of both. So we're gonna go ahead and get started, everybody. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and flip to our theater screen and once again, for tonight's episode, I've pretty much stripped out the theater. I've taken out the seats, the curtains, even the popcorn machine got tossed out. So um, it's just basically me and our slide machine. So uh, here we go, folks. Alrighty, as I mentioned to everybody, it's the best graphic cards for 2022. There's a total of 10, and we're gonna go through each one of them, including some of the features of some of those graphic cards out there today. And these are mainstay cards, by the way. They've been around for at least a year. They're not the bleeding edge cards that just recently came out, but they're proven. And they work both with Windows 10 and Windows 11. Alrighty, so the first graphics card we're going to review tonight is a graphics card manufactured by Asus. It is the ROG Strix NVIDIA GeForce RTX 3080 uh, Overclocked Edition, the uh, graphics card. And let me talk a little bit about graphics cards. There's actually about three video standards out there today. There's actually three chipsets. One set is by NVIDIA, the other is by Radeon, by AMD, and of course Intel has its own chipset. And the advantage of having a NVIDIA card is that you have your own encoder. So when it comes to video streaming or gaming, instead of it taking precious CPU resources, it actually has a graphics processing unit built into the graphics card that will take the load off of the CPU. So your games will run faster and your videos will not buffer. So that's pretty important when you're looking at a graphics card. Does it have the ability to actually run video or your games separately from your main CPU? And the NVIDIA cards have that advantage. So basically, this card is PCIe 4.0 compatible. PCI is the slot format that are on typical motherboards. So this supports PCIe 4.0. It comes with 10 gigabytes of RAM, and that's very important. The more RAM you have on the graphics card, uh, the better it's going to be for your performance. It has a GPU clock speed of 1935 megahertz. 
It comes with two HDMI ports and a total of three display ports. So theoretically, you can have up to five monitors installed on a single PC. Uh, it comes with an Axial Tech fan design. Once again, it's 2.9 slot, super alloy power, and GPU tweak 2. And the price for this card is about $800. The next card is also one made by ASUS. It's the TUF Gaming NVIDIA GeForce RTX 3080, the OC edition. It also supports PCI 4. It has 10 gigabytes of RAM. And this has a clock speed of 1815 MHz. It does come with two HDMI ports. It also comes with three display ports. Uh, it does come with triple fans and they do have dual ball bearing fan, uh, ball, dual ball fan bearings. It is rated military grade certification, by the way. So it is a super duper industrial strength graphics card. This one's not going to give up on you. It also supports GPU tweak too. Now this card retails for about $950. Now the difference between the previous one and this one really is just that one's industrial grade versus this other one that is, is industrial grade. But they both support PCI 4. They both have 10 gigabytes of RAM. The clock speed on the first one is faster. It's at 1935. And of course, the military grade one is 1815. Um, and they both come with two HDMIs and they both come with three display ports. Now, for those of you who don't know the difference between an HDMI and a display port is that HDMI is the connector that normally you'll see on a TV or a uh, DVR or even a cable box uh, or a video game console in some cases. Um, and it's just regular HDMI. DisplayPort, on the other hand, is a different type of port. It's a digital port, supports both sound and video. And that one originally, I believe, came on Dell machines first and foremost. And now that's the standard across a lot of PC and laptop manufacturers to support DisplayPort. There's also DisplayPort or Mini DisplayPort. Um, you know, some of your Dell laptops come with a Mini DisplayPort, and then you have to get a Mini DP to a regular DP to connect it to a monitor. It's very rare that you'll see monitors out there with a mini DP display port. You'll see more the regular display port. But for the most part, both work. So it's primarily a choice. I have both display ports and HDMI ports on my graphics card. So I have one monitor connected to HDMI and then I have the other monitor connected via display port. And I've got a cable that goes from 
display display port on the computer to HDMI on the monitor so but that's really the difference between these two graphics cards if you were kind of wondering of course one's more expensive obviously the military grade one is more expensive so and that's obviously to be expected now what makes it military grade I have no idea I don't know whether it's got better metal, whether the components last longer in the desert, for example. I really don't know what it makes it military-grade certification. Maybe some of you out there know. Feel free to comment in. By the way, I don't know if you all noticed, but we've got a new studio set up tonight. Um, so one thing that's kind of stayed consistent is our comment section. So you can actually comment via Facebook or YouTube. So the next one is going to be a card called Power Color Red Devil. Sounds kind of interesting, Red Devil. <laughs> and basically it's based on an AMD Radeon RX 6800 XT. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the AMD Radeon chipset is the alternative chipset to the NVIDIA. So there are differences. And you can get desktop computers and laptops both with NVIDIA but also uh, with Radeon. You see a lot of Radeon machines out there. Um, this one sports 16 gigabytes of RAM. Uh, that's pretty good. That's that's high. That's higher than the two uh, Asus cards we just saw a little while ago. It has a GPU clock speed of 2065 megahertz, which is faster than the other two we just saw. It is powered by AMD RDNA 2. It sports ray tracing. It supports PCI Express 4, just like the other two. It does come with only one HDMI connector, port, excuse me, but it also contains three display ports. So you can have a total of up to four monitors connected to this video card. Uh, that card retails for about $670, but it's made by a company called PowerColor. Honestly, I've never heard of PowerColor before. I'm not sure if they sell these like at Best Buy or somewhere, but it isn't a brand that I'm very familiar with. I'm very familiar with Asus. They're a motherboard manufacturer and they're a, uh, I believe a laptop manufacturer. I don't think they make desktop PCs. At least I don't think they do. So, so this one's $670 if anybody is interested. The next one is EVGA. Uh, EVGA is actually a company that I trust. I actually have EVGA video cards, uh, graphics cards. Uh, that's the one that I've got on this PC that we're doing the show with. Uh, this one is an EVGA GE Force RTX 3070 Ti FTW3 Ultra Gaming Card. It only comes with eight gigabytes of RAM though, and the clock speed's about 1860 megahertz. It only comes with one HDMI, but it comes with three display ports. 
It's got a metal back plate, by the way. And some of these cards may have a plastic black plate. Some of them may have a very flimsy black back plate. But this one is an all-metal black plate. And what I mean by the back plate, it's the little piece that connects to the back of the slot opening in the back of the PC. You typically screw it in to hold it in place once you seat it in the slot. You typically you know screw it in to hold it in place but this one is comes with a metal back plate personally I've never seen graphics cards with anything but metal um, so I'm not sure why it's a big deal most of them that I've seen uh, are made out of metal so this card is about seven hundred and twenty dollars The next card is another one by Asus, and this one is the ROG Strix NVIDIA GeForce RTX 3060 version 2 OC edition for gaming. It supports PCI 4.0, and as I mentioned, you want to make sure that your existing motherboard supports PCI 4.0. The last thing you want to do is go out and buy a graphics card and find out that it's made for a slot format that isn't supported by your motherboard because the choice will then be obvious you'll either have to return the card for a slot format that your motherboard supports or you're going to have to change out your hardware and it's just not the motherboard chances are if you got to get rid of the rid of the motherboard you probably have to get rid of the processor along the way too plus the memory so uh, it can be an expense so you want to make sure before you go out there and get yourself a gaming graphics card you want to make sure that your motherboard actually supports it because it'll be really disappointing to find out that uh, you can't install it you know it does come with eight gigabytes of RAM uh, I'm not sure about this GPU clock speed, but it said it was like 180 giga megahertz, which I think is kind of low. I think they probably meant 1800 megahertz. It would really surprise me if this graphics card was like only 180 megahertz clock speed. Uh, it does come with two HDMI ports, just like the other cards that we saw by Asus, and it also comes with three display ports it does come with you know triple fans it supports the gpu tweak 2 so this card goes for about 480 dollars and by the way the price of this card is what i actually paid for another card uh, that i bought a few months ago so the prices of graphics cards have actually come down quite a bit you know about a year ago or so you know, there was a lot of graphics uh, cards being snatched primarily by these Bitcoin miners and people that just wanted to buy games, especially because they were stuck at home during the COVID pandemic and there was nothing to do. So I, the best thing for them was to game. So they were snatching up cards left and right and you couldn't buy these. You know, a card that you typically would pay like $200, you would end up paying like $400 double maybe triple you know cards that would retail for like 500 were now like 1500 and that was a combination of the COVID pandemic 
and of course all these Bitcoin miners that were trying to set up all these Bitcoin farms all over the place. And they need that, the, that extra GPU for Bitcoin mining. So they were really hogging up you know, the inventory with regards to a lot of the graphics cards. And by the way, also the chip shortage from China was a big issue too. So, but all of that has kind of subsided and now graphics cards are back to where they should be. So you can get some pretty good, decent graphic cards for as low as like 400, 500 bucks, you know. You don't have to settle for a very low entry model at this point, you know. I apologize when I'm on a podcast. I typically thirsty because I just talk too much. So I typically have to be drinking so that my voice doesn't run out. So uh, for anybody that's out there, um, you know, I apologize, you know, for drinking while I'm podcasting. <laughs> All right. So the next card is a card by a company called XFX. And I really don't know much about this company. XFX is a company, honestly, I've never heard before. But it was worth mentioning uh, because it did make it into the top 10. And this is a Speedster Quick 319. It is also based on the AMD Radeon. It has an RX 6700 chipset. It is PCI 4 compatible. Like I said, you need to make sure before you go get one of these that your motherboard supports PCI 4. It does come with 12 gig gigabytes of RAM and it sports a clock speed of 2622. It only comes with one HDMI port and it includes three display ports. Uh, this card, for whatever reason, is about $1,300. Like I said, I've never heard of this card before, so I couldn't really tell you, um, you know, how good it is. So, you know, if you talk to me about ASUS, you talk to me about EVGA, um, you know, I can tell you those are brands that I've, heard about I've installed I know how they work but some of these cards that made into the top 10 like I said it's kind of like who are they you know I'm not really sure even Best Buy sells them so uh, maybe somebody on eBay or something but you know so far it's $1,300 for anybody that's interested in one of these the next one is another card by EVGA and basically this is the EVGA GeForce RTX 3050 and basically it comes with eight gigabytes of RAM it does have a clock speed of 1845 it is based on the NVIDIA chipset the 3050 it does come with one HDMI port and a total of three display ports so you can hook up to four monitors once again they mentioned for some reason that it's an all-metal black plate so I really don't know once again I've never seen a graphics card with without a metal back plate so I don't know why that's important but obviously EVGA thinks it's worth mentioning it is a dual fan uh, graphics card by the way but once again uh, just like all the NVIDIA 
they all sport the NVEC uh, encoder, which is important when it comes to game playing as well as video streaming. This card is about $379. So it's a pretty good deal. You know, like I said, it, it does come with eight gigabytes of RAM though. The next one is another one by XFX. Like I said, I've never heard of these folks, but they made it on the top 10. And it is another speedster. It's the Merc 319. It is based on the AMD Radeon RX 6800 series. Uh, it does come with 16 gigabytes of RAM. It comes, it's, it's, it is based on the AMD Radeon RX 6800 series. It does come with one, D, one HDMI uh, port and it comes with three display ports. I think what you've seen over all these cards is that there's more display ports than HDMI ports for the most part. And of course, once again, for whatever reason, they mentioned that it's an all-metal backplate design. So if anybody's got an idea why that's important, uh, feel free to chime into the comments. Um, but once again, it is uh, also uh, triple fans as well. This card is about $700. The next card is a card based by a company called MSI. And MSI builds motherboards, especially gaming motherboards. But they also manufacture uh, graphics cards, gaming graphics cards. And this one is based on the GeForce RTX 3070. It comes with eight gigabytes of RAM. It supports PCI 4. Uh, it's got one HDMI port, three display ports, uh, and triple fans. This one, we couldn't get any information when it came to the clock speed. So I don't have an idea what that GPU clock speed is, but basically this card retails for about $620. The last card on the list that made the top 10 is by a company called Sapphire. Once again, I have no idea who these folks are. I don't know exactly where they sell them. They, I think they sell them on Amazon. But beyond that, locally, I don't think they are sold locally. But it's based on the AMD Radeon 68000 series. Uh, it comes with 16 gigabytes of RAM. It sports a GPU clock speed of about 2310 megahertz. Once again, as I mentioned previously, it's based on the AMD Radeon 6800 series. It is PCIe 4 compatible. It does come with one HDMI port and three display ports and some fans, triple fans to be exact. This card retails for about $700. So these are the top 10 cards that made it on the list for gaming. Um, as I mentioned before, one of the things that you want to do right off the bat before you go out 
and buy one of these cards is you want to check your PC. You want to check what your motherboard supports. You want to ensure that any of these cards that are PCIe4 compatible actually will uh, be compatible with your motherboard. Uh, you may have an older PC. In that case, you may consider upgrading your PC first, maybe building a new one, maybe having one built and buying one of these cards. One of the things that I recommend uh, when you're out buying a gaming PC is be careful what PC you end up getting. Um, I made a mistake one time of, being, of buying a pre-built gaming PC. And what happened there is that I really didn't know the components that the person who built it uh, actually installed. Well, it turns out that the motherboard was about seven years old. The processor wasn't far behind that. The graphics card was like an older card, but I paid a ton of money. And at the end of the day, it didn't do me any justice. I ended up having to build a brand new PC myself and I basically bought all the components from the motherboard to the memory to the chip to the CPU excuse me the, the type of hard drive storage you know whether it was SSD you know um, and then of course the graphics card but I knew everything that went into that computer uh, so I knew exactly what was in it just like these now that I have today right here on the side I know each and every component in each of these PCs so I'm able to react and respond to replacements you know sometimes I may have to replace a component well I know exactly what to go get because I built it myself I bought the parts I know the brands you know and once again, when buying the components, I know the brands of each one to get. You know, sometimes you've got to be careful. You know, I'm not knocking some of these video cards out there like the Sapphire and the XFX and the Red Devil. You know, those are brands that honestly I've never heard about. Does it mean that they're cheap? Not really. If you look at the prices, they weren't definitely weren't cheap. But are they going to last as long, you know, versus something from Asus or MSI? You know, that's something you have to consider. Um, you know, because these things are running constantly. You know, if you're doing video or you're doing video game playing, I mean, that GPU is going to be hustling it's going to be doing the work that normally your CPU would have done had it not been for the extra power that you've got with the with the GPU you know for anybody gaming gaming out there you really need a GPU there's no way around it I mean yeah you could probably play your game your Fortnite you know using your CPU but you're gonna find out pretty quickly that it's gonna slow down your machine uh, it's gonna be very slow you're gonna end up seeing you know uh, you're just not gonna get a, a, a quick response 
you know so you know you want to you know check it out your monitors is also another thing I really didn't cover but your monitors you know the type of monitor that you have you know the refresh rates very important you know um, it is known that TVs are slower refresh rate wise versus a monitor when it comes to gaming you know so it's pretty important that you look at those things before you make a decision you know like I said you don't want to buy a graphics card your motherboard doesn't support it so you end up with a choice you return what you purchased and try to see if you can find a graphics card out there that may support the slot that's in your motherboard but chances are if you bought a graphics card and your motherboard is incompatible chances are you've got a very old motherboard and processor and you might as well just go ahead and replace the whole thing and then of course like I said you've got a choice at that point if you decide to replace it well you know you want to you got two options pre-built or build it yourself or hire somebody to build it like me but uh, you know the nice thing about building or having one built custom is that you know you can buy the components or specify which components you want and then you have those installed on the computer you know versus just going out and buying one you know off the shelf you know from some store and you really don't know the kind of parts that are in the computer and then that's going to make a difference down the road you know if you run to a situation you need a more powerful graphics card you know so whatever you bought unknowingly you know it may not do you any good in the future so I think it's pretty important that you kind of decide you know which way you want to go you know do you want to go pre-built or do you want to go custom you know and there's advantages to each one you know the pre-built you don't have to worry it's all gonna come nice and packaged you're gonna take it out of the box plug it in and chances are it's gonna work you know uh, but unless you're very specific and meticulous about the components in the pre-built you're gonna get what's available from the manufacturer at that moment in time you know so in my opinion it's best to get one custom built because at least you can kind of dictate you know what you want to see in a gaming system so it's just something to think about you know as you go through this process once again you know graphics cards are important they're important to have the right ones with the right memory the right clock speed you know I personally prefer the ones that are based on Nvidia because of the NVAC encoder you know you don't have to worry about the CPU getting hogged up you know all that work all that you know rendering when it's video or the game playing all of that's handled by the GPU 
not the CPU. Uh, you know, that's pretty important. You know, especially if you're game streaming like on Twitch or something. The last thing you want to do is be out there streaming a game with your friends and find out that they ain't seeing what you're seeing and vice versa or it's slow, you know. So it's just something you need to consider, you know, when you're looking, you know, at gaming cards and the motherboards and, you know, whether you, you know, you want to get a built, a pre-built system versus a custom system. So, but anyway, that's actually today's show. It was a short show. Um, I didn't anticipate it to be more than 40 minutes and we're actually two minutes short of the 40 minutes here. So, uh, next week for anyone who's interested, we're going to have our 35th episode and we've got, uh, two members of the South Texas Astronomical, Astronomical Society. And basically, we're going to talk about the Astronomical Society, what they do. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to talk about the observatory. By the way, for those of you locals who don't know, we have a telescope observatory over at Resaca de la Palma State Park. It's not the battlefield on Paredes. It's the one over in Olmito. And I believe every Friday at the end of the month, uh, they actually have an event where you can actually go and see stuff through the telescope. Uh, there was an astronomy in the park event last month, which I attended. Unfortunately, there were so many people at the event that I never got to go to the observatory to, to see this to the telescope. So I'm hoping to be back for that. But these guys are going to be in next week. Uh, we're going to be looking at what STARS does. We're going to be looking at the observatory. And as a treat, we're going to be looking at the latest James Webb telescope images that have been released since it was turned on about a month or so ago. So it's going to be a very, very exciting episode. I hope you guys uh, tune in. Um, once again, it will be our 35th episode episode and it will probably be the last episode for the month uh, we'll have a whole a whole new lineup of shows for september i can't i can't really tell you what those are going to be i'd spoil the secret but definitely we've got more shows coming up in september on a weekly basis and our goal for the year is to hit 52 episodes that's our goal uh so we're well on our way we're I think 20, maybe 18 episodes short of hitting our mark. It's going to be a pretty exciting month next month, by the way. Uh, we've got the Apple preview. I uh, hear there's going to be a new iPhone 14, maybe an iPad and an iPad Pro based on new M2 processors. So we've got a big Apple event coming on in early September. And then fast forward into November, we're going to start our Black Friday deals. We actually started our show based on back Black Friday deals back in November of 2021. So we're going to bring those back and cover some of the latest and greatest Black Friday deals for this November. 
so you guys can head out and shop after Thanksgiving for that TV, that computer, that laptop, that game system, you know, whatever floats your boat. But uh, we've got an exciting fall coming up, and I hope that uh, y'all stay tuned. We appreciate y'all taking the time to watch us each and every week. And we hope that we've brought you some informative um, information, product reviews, uh, to give you all some more insight into technology. You know, not only in product reviews, but even the things going on around the city. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on from SpaceX to the fiber connectivity across the city. Um, you know, I've had a few commissioners on. I'm still hoping that I can get our mayor, you know, on one of these days to come and talk about some of the exciting things that are going on in the city, especially with regards to fiber. I think that's going to be a game changer, not just for the city, but for our kids, you know, as well. So uh, once again, this was tonight's show. I appreciate everybody for coming on and joining us for a few minutes. And we'll go ahead and we'll see you next week. Good night.